I mean, you know what I mean? Maybe not exactly five seconds. All right, in five. Oh, no, now, right now, right now. We are live right now. Hey, everybody. all right all right all right i think we're doing okay people all right so look man when you were saying like right now right i was thinking about martin that episode where he had the uh doberman right the little stuff (laughs) suspicious minds (laughs) this dude knows the that gum title I don't understand hey, man, how your mind my, works, bro. That's my idol, man. Martin Lawrence, man. That was my favorite. Still is my favorite comedian, bro. Like that dude right there, just just a different, yeah, just a different I can't breed. Understand it? How can you? I don't get. How do you? How in the world do you remember stuff like that, man? Because if anybody who grew up watching Martin, that was one of the best episodes of all the seasons of Martin. Was Suspicious Minds. If you look at that episode and that that particular part when he's doing the dog, Tommy's laughing, Gina's laughing, Pam laughing. You do you and you you go back and look at it, man. When he's doing that part, they all are laughing. They're trying their best to hold it in because that fool was silly with that dad come dog. He brought a stuffed Rockwell out, walking it around. The dog couldn't walk, so he's dragging it. He's rubbing the dog, then he you know putting it up on the table. Yeah, <laughs> and even at one, one point in time, he started laughing when he walking around the table. Man. That's what make that episode one of the best ones, one man. And down, down, hand, hand down, one of the best Martin episodes I've ever seen in my life, man. Boy. But that's my guy Definitely right there, Martin my Lawrence, bowl, man. man, for sure. All right, man, let's go ahead yeah, and start man. this thing. Let's get it. back to let's talk with gales and dean i'm your boy gales as usual and to my left is it's me it's me it's your boy the insane insane mr dean how you doing my black brother mr gales well and thank you for asking how goes it over there in missouri ah it's going all right in missouri it's going all right in missouri all right all right so look hold on let me lean up on this mic let me get real close to this mic all right all right your screen just went out, but that's okay. We're going to roll with it. There you go. Pleasantries aside, Steve Harvey. Folks, we're having a, a bit of a debate. And we're going to take as long as we can for Dean to realize how wrong he is. Okay? <laughs> so what I'm going to do, what we're going to do is have a series-long um, debate over Steve Harvey. And the question is, is... Steve Harvey, a hypocrite. Dean takes the affirmative, and I am going against that. Okay? So, Dean, Mr. Dean, <laughs> this is sort of your baby. Let, let's do it, man. I'll let you go first. Let's do it. Um, people, the reason why I say Steve Harvey is a hypocrite, okay? If you ever listen to Steve Harvey in his shows, in my opinion, he tries to down men that has uh, kids by multiple different women. 
Um, he tries to whoa, whoa, you know, whoa, whoa, down me. Whoa, 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 whoa. See, folks, let me let y'all peek behind the curtain. Dean and I decided that we talk too much. Hence the show. Okay? So we agreed beforehand, off air, all right, that we would talk about one thing at a time. And the thing that Dean is supposed to be talking about is relationships. And he's supposed to send me stuff on Steve Harvey being a hypocrite towards relationships. You ready, Dean? Let's go. Let's do it. Okay, Steve Harvey and relationships. You know, he 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 downs men that's in relationships but have side chicks. Um, Steve Harvey have done this. I'm not going to say he do it now, but he did it for years. You know, he had wives and he had side chicks on the sides. He divorced his wife at that particular time for that side chick and made her that wife, not only to do it that time, but the one that he made the wife that was a side chick, he had a side chick to her, divorced her, and made that next side chick the wife. So all I'm saying is, how can you get on your radio station? How can you get on your little books and everything and you down men for doing what you did? Uh, Mr. Gales, uh, you know, my partner in crime right there, he says he's not downing us. He's educating us. I take it as he's being a big-ass hypocrite, and he's a hypocrite on other things. We're getting that later on. Uh, couple episodes down the road okay. i think he's a big hypocrite by doing that okay fair enough so let's let's clean up some things first of all pay the man that gummy dean disney is never going to love us <laughs> okay well we want that, that disney gotta take me. to just pick us up and you know just cuddle us and walk us through the park and put us you know ahead of the line come on dean you're well, up, tell you what, Step, that ain't gonna love us I, if you keep on well, I'm going to tell you like, God damn it, Disney can't take me the man. way I am. I guess I ain't going to Disney World because I ain't going to stop. <laughs> All right. So, and to your point, Steve Harvey relationships. Remember, Let's the go. premise is Steve Harvey, well, what you're saying, and stop me if I'm wrong, Steve Harvey is a hypocrite because he had a wife and side chicks, and now he's criticizing on his platform because he's on, I think, Facebook Watch now because, you know, got fired and whatnot. But uh, so he he um, he's doing the same things that he himself was guilty of, which is a very good definition of being a hypocrite, right? Yep. Show me where he's saying that he was right and we are wrong. What do you mean? So he, I mean, you the pudding is in uh, the. What, what the spoon? How you can say that? What I'm telling you, the proof is in the pudding. I'm sorry. Well, I'm about to spit my drink out. That goes Susie about to get drenched over here. I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to talk too fast. The proof is in the pudding, man. He, I used to listen to Steve Harvey um, morning show all the time, man, and I've heard him get on there and criticize men for doing what he did for years. You know, to me, that's hypocritical bull crap because. That's just like that's just like me and you. Okay, we had a girlfriend. Me, let's, let's just say me because I'm, I'm gonna put myself because I've been through this stuff. So that's like me. I didn't have you know girlfriends and side chicks on the side. That's like me criticizing you for doing that, and I just just did this. I, I wouldn't even feel right by criticizing you. Be like, oh, well, Mr. Gales, man, you know he got a girlfriend. Then he got, got a side chick. He shouldn't be doing that. But I'm sitting there doing the same thing. So. What, how how could I sit there and criticize you for doing something that I've done or been doing? And, you know, he tried to tear somebody all the way down by that. 
That's hypocritical stuff to me. I think he's a big time hypocritical stuff. He's gone on record to say this stuff on his show. Like, okay, it's different than you going on your show, you saying this, and you trying to educate people by doing it. Don't try to tear the next man down for doing what you did for years, you know, because it's out there what you did, Mr. Harvey. You're not perfect. So you can't go around down and criticize somebody else for the same bull crap that you did. That's all I'm all saying, right. man. So I'm going to jump in here. And, uh, excuse me, I'm hitting the mic. Paco warned me about this. Sorry, Sensei. Um, I'm going to take the opposite. The opposition, of course. And um, your, your guy, let me get this mic together. What is going on? Here we go. I'm all loud. Hey, man. You need a little help over there? Okay, I think so. So, look, <laughs> I'm taking the opposite. Um, Steve Harvey may have been guilty of those things. Steve Harvey, I agree with you 100% that he is now teaching or talking to people as if he wasn't guilty of those same things. But you're saying, you're phrasing it in a way that he's out here trying to wipe clean his slate while getting on people like he's holier than thou. Anytime I hear the stuff from Steve Harvey is, look, I done been there, let me tell you, you don't want to do it. You don't need to be doing this, this, and that. That's how he wrote his whole book, Think Like a Man. He's like, here are the dog stuff. Here's the dog activity I was up to. And my friends and people who I was hanging with at the time were up to. Ladies, here's what you're up against. And I'm going to tell you everything. My faults as well as the faults of them without putting them on blast publicly. In order to help y'all know how to look for these red flags. And not just wave at the red, red flags Onto your idea of I'm going to take this man and make him perfect, right? What ends up happening is that he is the guy in the burning building who is on fire, running out, telling and screaming at people, don't go in the building, it's on fire. And I don't think that's hypocritical. Your thoughts? Uh, you don't think it's hypocritical. Who's to say his mindset hasn't changed from that way? None of that matters. None of you that matters. You can be like, I know, we know a guy in prison right now who is basically a preacher. And he has, like, anytime I talk to this dude, it's like my mind is blown. And he's telling me about this in the Bible and that in the Bible. And he's absolutely 100% correct. And he never shies away from his own, uh, you know, shortcomings. So he's using, utilizing and being honest about his life and then telling me about how we both can do better. He may still be guilty of that, but I don't think that's the point. And that's definitely not the argument you're making. The argument you're making is that he's trying to pretend like he's some holier than thou, like he went out there doing stuff. I'm telling you, every clip that I've seen where he's been any kind of critical has usually included his own actions. Well, that's the touch that you've seen, my friend. What I've heard on this show is he's making himself like he's never done this and he has done this and who's to say that he still ain't done bro it? get off of that comedy hype you, man, stuff man i'm telling you i it ain't no comedy hype this is me but and this is this is coming from a guy who's done this okay that urge sometimes still sticks in the back of your head okay mm -hmm. it's still gonna stick in the back of your head you get a dead gonna find ass woman or something walk by you go like damn hey, what i would do what what i would do you know what I'm saying? Even though you got somebody at the crib, you be like, what I would do. So in that way, you still, your mindset ain't even always changed. So you can, you can paint a picture that look like a million bucks on camera, but off that camera, 
you still the same little savage that you was. But you 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 want to down everybody else who do it. You cannot down every other man who doing the same thing that you done just because you made it and you can write a book and try to say I changed. We don't know if this fool unchanged or not. You know, to me, he's, he's a daggum hypocrite, and I'm gonna stick to it. You are having two separate arguments, Dean. Like, bro, I need you to hear yourself right now. You're saying that he's a hypocrite because he did, maybe still doing, or at least has the mindset. And I'm telling you, it doesn't matter if he's putting, if he's including his own faults and telling people, hey, don't cheat on your wife, because let me tell you, it's expensive. I've heard that joke from him, Dean. I've heard this joke for a long time. It's expensive. It he, ain't worth it for the kids or nothing. Times, man. He's talking about himself, man. He's talking about himself. How can you call that hypocritical? Okay, okay. He telling he telling us not to do that. The fool did it four times. You think he learned from so his what? first two mistakes? So right? what? You gonna do it two or so twice? What, bro? Two more times. Bro, if you round the corner and see somebody robbing a bank, and they look at you and say, "Bro, don't rob the bank. You can get killed in jail or whatever." You know, even if you think you get away with it mentally, it's going to degrade your your mentality. What does it matter? Like, you can look at him and say, man, you a hypocrite. I'm a robber in the bank I want to. Like, that don't make sense to me, man. But we'll leave it to the fans out here, or I don't know if we can call them fans. Uh, young lady, uh, Naomi Brown, said he's right, Dean. Ooh, does that mean Gail's won round one in Is Steve Harvey hypocrite? <laughs> I don't know. We'll let the people decide. Thank you, Naomi. Hey, you know I'm going to like that. You know I'm going to like the frap out of that. You know what? You know what? That's all right. You know what? Because you might have won this round, but we still got a goddamn war to finish. You Dude. hear me? So it, you, pay, to, to you and to people out there, you pay what? the man. Dang, I keep telling you about stepdaddy, man. Disney I, is never going to accept us, bro, with that sort of language. They don't stand for it. <laughs> Seen some of the Disney stars, what they do these days. What does it matter? They're getting paid. We are not. All right, moving on. Look, man, we got a little. So look, we're we're gonna try to mix and match a little bit. You know, do a little light, do a little heavy. Uh, policing. That's a tough one. The Siobhan trial. You know, people got the verdict that you know people were looking for. And uh, I was listening to a guy named Bo Money Jones off ESPN, and he had a very good take on this, which is, what does it matter in the macro? Or another way of saying it, in the grand scheme of things, what does this verdict really matter? And I'm looking for Dean to give us the answers. What do this, what do this verdict really matter? It don't really matter a damn thing for us. And guess what? Hey, the man. Just a couple of weeks later, just a couple of weeks later, they went right back out and did it again. So are we really getting justice, or are they really giving them this more ammo to do it again? You know, we could pick one of we could pick one of theirs. So in retaliation, you're gonna go out and kill two more of ours. So what what the verdict did? It gave us peace of mind for right there, right then and there. It, it don't bring it don't bring George Floyd back though. You know, then they try to pay his family off. You know, you can do all that paying of the families off and all that, man. But money do not bring a loved one back. And people, we got to we got to. We got to look and realize that. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing going to be done until you really get off in here and do an extensive background check on these cops and see their history of how they grew up in anything. You know, if you get one in there from the house, paint the picture from the outside, he can look like the most perfect guy. Deep down inside, he can hate me and you just because we are a black man. So let me. And take that out. 
because he got that right to take it out when you pull us over you could draw a gun just because you said we can have our phone in hand he could say we had a weapon that right there boom and then we gone so what did what really did we get out of this this thing we got satisfaction for that day but we need satisfaction for this for this ongoing look man i'm looking at my notes here you said two things right I don't know about my spelling, but y'all can't see my paper anyway. Now, now. <laughs> so you said satisfaction. That's ongoing, right? Yeah. And then you said, what difference does it make? Because it won't bring George Floyd back. Right? Wasn't saying like you know what I'm saying, but I'm just saying like, like he's he's dead and he's not coming back. He's dead. Rest, off, rest in peace. What I'm saying is, but yeah. what I'm saying to you, yeah, what I'm saying to you, those are very two good points. And I'm, allow me to elaborate on that. This mm-hmm. will not bring George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, any of these people back. Okay, and you're looking for not just satisfaction in the now. I mean, think about that, Dean. You are literally celebrating. You, me, others across the country are celebrating a verdict. We don't even know what the sentencing is going to look like. We don't know what's going to happen with all these shootings that happened during the trial and after. Yep, we don't. Hundreds of people. You know, I don't, I'm, I'm gonna work on that exact number, but hundreds of people die each year from police shootings. You know how many people, how many police officers die each year in that so, so dangerous job? It's around 40. Let that sink in. I I interviewed an officer, my brother-in-law, and one of the things he talked about was leadership. There's a lack of leadership. There was an old lady that got slammed for stealing something from Walmart by the police. They're watching the film. They they show these police officers watching this film and like laughing at it like they're watching a highlight tape. What the, these officers didn't know is that she suffers from some sort of mental deficiency, okay? Which just simply means uh, I don't know if it's dementia or whatever. This is an elderly woman posing no real threat. Sixty eight years old. How how old? Sixty eight years old. Yes, I think she was six, sixty eight years old. So right. So when you look at that. You know, anywhere that that's okay is not okay. That's number one. So now we have to do the thing that we all hate, which is paperwork and having patience and voting and legislation and calling our local representatives all the way up to our federal representatives. We have to put the work in. Plain and simple. Like anybody who wants to look at, you know, this officer and that officer and this precinct and that precinct, you're thinking too small. That's the micro. We got to start thinking big on the macro level. And I think that's what I, moving forward with this show, you know, this is a very small platform. It's nice and cozy. Come on over. Get you some tea. Get you a drink. Look, I got Susan. For those of you who are just joining us, this is Susan. She's, you know, a family member. Um, yeah, yep. I want y'all to, I want us to use this, even though it's a small platform, Dean, I want us to start thinking about the macro. How can we move things legislation, legislatively, I don't even know how to yep. say it, legislatively, right? How do we, you, like, how do we start pulling together resources, which isn't just money, it's time and effort in our neighborhoods, it's supporting these teachers, you know, like how many teachers do we know that needs soap, extra supplies, 
Is that not something we can do? What is Pepsi and GM doing down there in, you know, in Columbia, in Spring Hill? All these businesses that are glad to take our money, what are they doing mm -hmm. with their money and their political capital in order to support policing and teaching firefighters? All these people that we all hail as, you know, um, heroes. What are we doing to mm -hmm. support these people? Look at our veterans coming back, ending up, you know, under a bridge somewhere. What are we doing to support our heroes? And that's what I want to focus yeah. on moving forward. We got a lot of research to do, man. We got a lot. We got that's, a lot. That's you numero know, uno. You know. Numero uno. Well, my brother-in-law, or what I've interviewed a bunch of officers, and what they all say is lack of resources, lack of training, lack of days off, lack of people. They're overwhelmed. Yeah. You know? And we got to find a better way of phrasing this. Like, where are all of my... Um, all of my marketing marketing people out there. Like, can we get yeah. another, a better phrase than Black Lives Matter? If the name is the problem, fine. Let's find something better. You know, if, if mm -hmm. you have a problem with the phrase defund the police because you're not educated, fine. Let's find another way to market it. McDonald's does it all the time. They were like, we serve breakfast yeah. till 10 and that's it. You're out of luck. And people complain enough for them to just change how they do things. Why can't we do that for our teachers, for our police officers? Because I guarantee you, no police is not the answer. Because <laughs> I definitely need the police on many occasions. But it doesn't change the yeah, fact that and, and, even when I call them for assistance, I'm not sure if they're going to mistake me for the problem. Yeah, and you know, that's what I'm saying, man. I'm not, I'm not down in, you know, all cops are not bad. And, and that's not what we're saying. All cops are not bad. We know cops. We we got we got best friends that dad's cop that we grew up around these men growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like all cops are not bad. It's just it's it's the it's just like the saying goes, one bad apple spoils the bunch. And you got that one cop out there that's gonna come up to the car just because my skin tone ain't the same color as his, or just because I'm a big black dude with tattoos and stuff, he gonna look at me as a threat. So if you look at me as a threat and you can't handle me, the first thing you do, you touch that thing on your right hip and you pull it out and you shoot, not even knowing that I'm an okay guy. You shot me because of my skin tone. You shot me because me and Mr. Gales right here, we're good size, we're good sized guys. And, and, and I and I say that because I got pulled over one time and the cop told me he called for backup because he looked in the car and seen what size I was. Dude, you gonna call for backup because you seen what size I was? And then when you actually talk to me, you're an okay guy. You damn right. But that could have went all the way left and I couldn't have been here no more. So that ain't right, you know? It, it just, I don't, I've seen videos of, you know, white guys getting pulled over and stuff and, and they attack the cop and these people are still here living. We're in the car with our hands on the steering wheel on with our phones and we're getting shot dead. It's not right. You know what I'm saying? It ain't right. And I'm not racist. I'm far from racist. But right is right and wrong is wrong. And like you said, Mr. Gale, you made good points. It, it's above what we're screaming and fixing. We gotta get people out there. You gotta do more. Include me and you. We like you, we got a small platform, but we're gonna use this platform to get some stuff done, man. Because I have sons, they're mixed. My sons are mixed, and sometimes mixed people get it worse because you might have an old school cop or something that hates the fact 
that a white woman had a child by a black man and would take it out on that mixed kid even more. Because when it all boiled down to it, just because you mix, you're still considered black for the young black man. Bro, so I'm glad you said that too. But it really, and I know this is a serious topic, but it really made me think of Boys in the Hood. You remember that? The black officer yeah. trying to show off for the white cop and talking about, you know, I hate, yeah. you, I hate you. I like this list of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, man, it's a real yeah. thing. Those are, those are stories that we tell in rap, hip-hop, R&B, in our movies, in our culture, how we carry ourselves. Like, these are stories that we have to tell about ourselves and, our, and just trying to, everyone is trying to be understood, you know? Uh, Joyner, yeah, what is this? Uh, is it Joyner Lucas who has that song out? Yeah, Lucas, Lucas, Lucas Joyner. I just burst into the mic. That's a fine. So, yeah, Lucas Joyner. That's another fine. Messing the man's name up. It's, my bad. My bad. So, yeah, it has that song that I'm not stunk, racist. Your burst stunk, too. You know, and I think it, man, go check it out. Yeah. Go check it out for yourselves, people. But I think what we need yeah, to understand man. is. There, there are different shades of gray, okay? It's not just straight up black and white. I don't mean that in a race way, you know, uh, no pun intended. But I mean, yeah. one, two things need to happen. One, we need to understand that, um, man, you can't just say that a person is just racist or just this. They may be racist, but there's a whole other, lot of things that are happening. What is... What, how are we cultivating this sort of culture between minorities? It's not just black. And I'll tell you too, you know, mm-hmm. white people get it too. Like, how are we fighting about this? How am I saying black lives matter and you're coming at me with all lives matter? Like, that's not what this is about. Save the semantics. Mm-hmm. It's about poor people being brutalized by the very people who are sworn, Dean, sworn. They talk about honor and all this stuff. They are sworn to protect us. And what you saw with this verdict was accountability. I'm not saying that it's not a difficult job and he thought this or thought that. Whatever you say, he made a mistake. His knee should have never been there. Should have never been there for that long. The other officers should have got him off. You know, even if it's like, hey, 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 we got to take a walk. Like that used to happen back in the day. Dude comes in, punches a suspect. Yeah. Other cop grabs him. Hey, hey, take a walk. I got it. What happened to all that, man? What happened to police chases? I'm not even talking about in cars. I mean, on foot. I wa- I rode with an officer once, and he got a call. And th- for this suspect, he's talking constantly. I don't even understand what's going on. He's constantly talking to two other vehicles, right? And then by the time we got to him, like, we're, we're behind the guy. We turn off. We go around, and we're back behind him. Then we turn off. And they're switching and stuff, triangulating. And then all of a sudden, boom, all three cops have him surrounded, and they barking orders. They don't even get out their vehicles right away. Like, what happened to real police work, mm-hmm. man? And I think we need to listen to the officers themselves who are trying to do right when they say that we yeah. are lacking good people, we're lacking leadership, we're lacking resources. We can do better. That includes me. So let me lazily segue away from that, man. We'll talk more about it. Look, Dean and I try to educate ourselves before we come on the show and talk about anything. And, uh, yeah, that's about the limit that I got, man. But that number, 100-plus police officers dying versus 40. I'm sorry, 40-something police officers dying each year versus, you know, hundreds, right? That number Mm -hmm. needs to change. 
And I heard an officer say, I heard an officer say himself that you have to be willing to die before you make that sort of mistake. That's what you signed up for. It's a sacrifice. It's just like our military guys. They go over there and, you know, we don't even hear about how many people die. But that's what they signed up for. And I hate that that is even something that we have to engage in, but that's the reality of the world. But if they mess up in another country, they're getting hemmed up. If a surgeon leaves a tool inside of someone, they're getting hemmed up. If you at that gun Waffle House and don't go to that table, that couple who just sat down for five to ten minutes, you're getting hemmed up. You're not getting a tip. I'm sorry. You know? So yep. it's about accountability, but, man, it's way bigger than that, and we'll just have to talk more about it later. The thing, and, and I'm gonna I'm leave, I'm leave it on. I'm gonna leave it on this. The song "Little Baby" made, man, it's bigger than black and white. So y'all just, just listen to that. You know, this is what they want. They want to make it a race war. You know, what I'm saying all white people are not black, bad. All black people are not bad. It's bigger than black and white. We just gotta come together to get through it. But we can move on to the next, next thing, thing. I want to talk about is, man, what's your sister serving at this wedding, though? I mean. I'm proud of her. Hey. I'm excited. Hey. I love seeing somebody, you know, two people in love, making that sort of commitment to each other. I did it myself. You know, and look, man, what is she serving, though? Well, first off, my sister, I told her that you'd be in town, you know, the week of the wedding. She said, check your messages and don't worry about the RSVP. You are more than welcome to come to the wedding. Hey, you, you already know how my family get down, man. Hey, any of everything. I ain't even worried about it. You know, I ain't even much of a drinker, but I'm ready for the ball. You hear me? Man. We gonna be live at this thing right here. Keep your, <laughs> listen, keep your empty calories, my friend. I want something to stick to my ribs. I've been out here in the desert, literally a desert. I'm in New Mexico, Deans in Missouri. We're both based in uh, Columbia, Tennessee. Shout out to C-Town, Mule Town, all the good stuff, right? I want, I want good bones, chicken, something. I don't care what it is, but I want to remember that meal, that government. It'll be there. It'll be there. But she, uh, she definitely said, check your message, uh, your message inbox. Um, she gonna send you the invitation in there. You already knew, man. You man, come, man. Come, I'm man. excited. You, you, my brother. That's what I said. I you told my her. Brother. I'm just, I just, I just. I told you, man. You, t- uh, I'm, you, uh, I'm tall, dark, and handsome. You just third word ugly, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you've been using that for over two decades. I'm going to just go ahead and flow with it. Yeah, anybody who went to school with Sydney knows he don't change the catalog that gum. He's like an old comedian that just sticks to the material. Nothing but the hits. Hey, you know what? It's funny you say that because I can't get to this new shit that these kids be saying. That, that no capping, bruh, and all that. And I can't get I can't get down on it. Man, I listen. Can't. And that's why you go. That, that, that's a whole... That's a whole topic for another show. I swear to God, I cannot get down to this lingo this day. I got to keep my lingo that I grew up on. Well, we're going to segue into, uh, you know, another segment. But listen, that's why you're going to shrivel up and be walking around the house just miserable. You're going to be that dude looking out the window mad at everybody who's happy. That's who you're going to be. Because let me tell you something. I stay on my daughter's, like, lingo. I think it's fun. Language has always changed. And I'm, look, I am very much a person who's interested in language in general. You know, yeah, you do that <laughs> because look, let me tell you something. Back in the day, when shout out to Calvin Burns, man, Kelvin Burns, Ooh, another fine. That girl, I'm gonna be broke, Joe. So, look, Joe shout out to you. Mr. Burns, aka um, Bud. He used to say back in the day, 
someone say something crazy to him, he'd be like, keep that. I love it, man. My daughter now, like, she's coming into her own. She's 16, and she's she's coming into her own, okay? And one of the things she says is, you know, I'll, I may crack a joke, and she just goes, say less. I'm like, say less? What, what that mean? How she use that? That's interesting. You know, I love it. Yeah. Kids, don't listen to old Uncle Dean. You keep doing you and making the world, just refreshing the world. You don't want to be stale like this dude, still using the same jokes two decades later. Guess Guess what, kids? You listen to old Uncle Dean. I made it a long way, and I'm still doing pretty good. So, might be listening to me might get you a long day gone way. That's okay, all I'm saying. Cows. That's all I'm saying. Cows. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, the T is silent. So, cows for anybody Very who's silent. just joining us is an you know acronym. I think they call them uh, challenge of the week. Mr. Dean, what is the challenge of the week for you? Well, y'all know my challenge is we always got to do with something physical, something working out, stuff like that, man. So I want you, to my gym goers, um, if, if it's a stair stepper, a stair climber off in that gym, man, I wanted you to challenge yourself to 15 to 20 minutes on that thing at least three times this week. 15, no less than 15, no more than 20 on that stair climber. And, and don't leave it at on the settings of five. I want you to up your settings. And down your settings, up your settings, and down. You said, challenge yourself, challenge yourself. Breathe in, and breathe out hard, because you know how me and Mr. Gale on this show, we want everybody to live a healthy life. So that's my challenge to people this week, to my gym goers especially. If you got access to a stair climb, anything, not even a stair climb, if you got stairs, you know, challenge yourself to walk up and down those stairs, 15, 20 minutes, just constantly going, run, jog, you know, sprint, back down to a walk, you know. 15 to 20 minutes, man. No less than 15 or more than 20. You can do this because I can do it. And I've seen people who look like they can't do it, do it. So I don't want to hear that I can't. That's my challenge this week to our uh, man, Listen, my challenge is to block out all these haters on this, in these daggone comments. Man, okay, I said haters. It's a hater. Jeremy Brown writes in with Jeremy. What you got on your <laughs> head? It's a puff, man. Now, Mr. Brown, let me explain to you. This is hair. I know you're not very acquainted with it at this point in time mm. in your life. No no shade. Um, but, yeah, this is what I do. I, I go from braids to twists to the puff. I basically do what I want because I'm a boss and I'm good like that. Now, Dean, he came at you with uh, – hold on, he done. He came at you with – Dean got them Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid glasses on, huh? <laughs> He's killing us on our own show. Black, man, on our own show. That's why I love him. Out. Check this out, man. Check this out. Coming from downtown, Jeremy Brown, that's a compliment because he hit me the other day. You know, I posted a picture. <laughs> I had the Bulls gear on. And he going to say I had on some damn knee pads <laughs> ready to hoop. So I'm hey, coming, from my, coming from my long, long cousin, man, Jeremy Brown, man. That's a comment. He always got jokes, but it's the always love. I get you a little black ass when I get back hey, to man. the seat. <laughs> oh my goodness! Look, our stepdaddy Disney is not gonna. Thing, I'm done with you, man. Just pay the man. Uh, shout sorry. out to Coach Travis McKnight. He says, "Good stuff, fellas. Good to hear y'all. <laughs> y'all talk about this, Coach. Man, that was a while ago. I think with the policing and whatnot. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, Coach, man. Appreciate that, man. Hey, I got look on the other show. You know, I got to interview Coach McKnight, man. It was really good." I was like, I've been withering it down to try to keep it within an hour. 
because you know I'm long-winded. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, man, that was hard. That was hard to stop, man. That was hard. It was good good stuff, Coach. Appreciate it. So my challenge of the yes, week sir. challenge of the week is to – okay. I'm trying to figure out how to say it. I've been thinking about this for a while now, and I, I don't want to build up suspense or anything like that, but really – who in your neighborhood needs your help? If you're broke, can you tell them a joke or two? You know, can you just like, hey, you want to go for a walk or whatever? If, if you know they got some health issues, whatever it is, who needs help? Do you have money? Who can you you know buy someone's meal? Can you be in the driveway and just pay for the person's meal behind you and just go on? You know what I mean? So that's my challenge. You do something for somebody, just one. One thing for one person. You'll never know how much that'll touch that person. Because I know I've been the benefit of that many times. So that's my challenge of the week. I got one I got one thing to that, Jeremy. Uh, you know, Jeremy I always do the, the motivational part and I do the physical part. But I, I posted a, a, a woman saying, and I know I've been changed on my page. And if you're if you're feeling down of anything, any day, go to my page, share that to your page. And if she don't touch you singing that song, then I don't know what it is. Because I've, I've listened to that song that day I listened to today, and the power in that song that she brought in that song, it's it's sending chills to me right now thinking about it. It just uplifts me. So go to my page, scroll down, you'll see it on there. The woman, she's singing, I know I've been changed. And she brought the house down with that song. And if that don't make you have a better day at what you're going through, then I guess you just ain't, it ain't meant for you to be. But I'm pretty sure that uh, that uh, will get you motivated. Man, I appreciate that. And writing that down right now. And if it doesn't do anything, maybe that's not your speed. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think yeah, the yeah. majority of people are going to get something from it. It is a good one. All right, man. Since yeah, we're talking yeah. about songs, let's just go ahead and uh, transition. Man, I really like that. I don't know what that is. I'm telling you. Whoever it is. I'm sorry. Don't sue me. So, um, yeah, Tropics. Again, for people who are, you know, just joining us or new to the show. Tropics. Trending Topics, a.k.a. Tropics. What you got this week, Mr. Dean? Oh, man, you know what's trending this week, man. The, The 2021 NFL Draft. Yes, yes, yes. It's a big thing every year. And, um, you know, guys fell into place where they uh, fell into place at. But the mo- the guy that I'm, I'm mostly happy for, man, is uh, Justin Fields. Getting picked up by the Chicago Bears at 10. Everybody is against him. For some reason, all the NFL people, they do not like this guy. I think he fell into a very good situation in Chicago. And I think he's going to be the better quarterback out of this draft. The kid got something to prove. I don't understand why all the people in the NFL, all the you know the guys who do the scouting and stuff, why are they not in the Justin Field? This guy is good. He's big. He's fast. He can throw. He haven't did nothing off the field for you to dislike him. So what is it about him? What is it about him that y'all dislike, but you love everything about Trevor Lawrence and this Zach Wilson kid? You know, Zach Wilson ain't showing me nothing. 
over 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 feels, but that's cool though. In my opinion, I know what it is. I'm not gonna say it on the show right now. We'll we'll talk about that a different day, Mr. Well, keeping up feels, keeping up with you. Fell in, he fell into it. He fell into the right spot and I think he's gonna do great. Well time will tell. I'm trying to figure out when did I mean, so here's a reoccurring thing that happens. Miami Dolphins. People like uh Detroit Lions, of course, the New York Jets. Coach McKnight is talking about the Bears. <laughs> so, like, yeah, man. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how do they always get these A minus, A, A plus, you know, draft picks. And I heard a dude on the radio talk about, you know, don't talk to me about the Jets and their really good draft. Like, I don't want to hear that because they start off as A pluses and, and quickly move to D minuses. So, <laughs> he's like, he's not convinced. Yeah. Mr. Dean, are you convinced that? Those three, um, those three teams are going to be good. Which three teams? Lions, uh, Jets, Mi- and Miami? Dolphins. Out of those three teams, the team that's going to be good, uh, I think, will be the Dolphins. Uh, Brian, Brian Forrest, if I'm saying that right, is a heck of a coach. Uh, the way he had the Dolphins playing last year, uh, A-plus in my eye, their defense is good. And what <laughs> they went out and got a weapon for Tua, which he Tua played with in um, Alabama, you know. So Brian, Brian Flores and, and uh, um, the ownership and the GMs and stuff for Miami, they they had a pretty good draft. And I think out of those three teams you named, that's going to be the team that's going to be good. I'm not talking about Super Bowl good, but they will be good this year. The Jets with that that Wilson kid, <laughs> well, guess what? The Jets went out and, and drafted another guy uh, very high a couple of years ago by the name of Sam, Sam Donald. How did that pan out? That's, that's, so that's all I said about that with this Wilson kid. Let's just watch how that panned out. Because there's no way in my book that Zach Wilson is better than Justin Fields for a number two overall pick. But we're going to watch how that panned out. I'm going to be quiet on that. Man, that's all right. Well, look, my tropic or tra- trendy topic or tropic is uh, it's kind of twofold. One, what's up with this Bill and Melinda Gates divorce after forever? 20-something years, man. Like, at this point, don't you just ride it out and, like, look, man, you live in your mansion, I live in my mansion. We just will run the foundation, keep doing good work, and keep it moving. Oh, uh, well, let's, let's see what, let's see what, uh, let's see what virus Bill Gates will come up with now that he getting the Oh, voice. no, Dean. Oh, no. Please, I can't. I don't have the energy, bro. I don't have the energy. No, Dean. No. No, Dean. No. Can I meet you? Can anybody hear him? Is he all? I don't, I don't know if that works tonight. I'm going to figure out how to bleep or meet you or something. That gummy Dean paid the man two times. I'm sorry. I didn't mean for that. I didn't mean for that to be 
mean for that to slip out. I didn't mean for that to slip out, but it slipped out. Look, let's go on to a better, a more fun trending topic. <laughs> These Starbucks drinks, are they out of control? Yes or absolutely yes. Was Starbucks from like the actual Starbucks the drinks, place? Like these drinks are getting ridiculous, are they not? No, I love Starbucks. I ain't gonna lie. What do you get at Starbucks? But I get no, 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 no. I want to hear this. I want to hear Dean's Starbucks. Go. I get Starbucks. I get, I get the caramel mocha frappe, if I'm saying it right, with a little bit of whipped cream on the top and a lot of caramel on sprinkle on it. I get the same thing. You know as and I get it in a tall. But you know what? Why they call it a tall? Because it ain't that damn tall. So why they call it a tall? Uh, I think it's like a tall order. Like venti is what French, not French. Uh, maybe it's Italian for twenty, as in twenty ounces. And that cup is taller than you know the other one. So I don't really know. It's taller than the tall. That's why I say. So why they call it a tall? Because if I think I'm gonna get some tall, I'm thinking the cup be this big, not this big. So wait, when you get a when you order a, a tall, you're saying that it's short. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like okay. It's like it's like you six foot four, right? You six four. And we call you little German. What 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 the hell is little about you? Hey man, black people and people look, wait a minute. Country people have been doing that forever. Alright? Yeah, look, you like Martin you like Martin Lawrence. He had a, a movie that what was it, Life? Where he was like, Psst. Eddie Murphy yeah. picks out the out the window, right? He's like, Psst. hey, I'm looking for Slim. Big old giant fat black dude just you found him. <laughs> he looked like what? <laughs> so yeah. You right, you oh, right. Maybe that's right, what they're doing. Right. Look, what? it's a short fat cup and we gonna call it a tall. I don't know. Look, we have to look. I'm literally writing why <laughs> is it a tall? <laughs> you know, I just always thought about that, you know, because I'm like, am I really getting my money's worth? Because I just paid like six, six, seven dollars for this tall, and it's really a small. Listen, shout out to Sadiq, Sadiq Ziad, man. This dude put me Sadiq. on some, uh, it's like chocolate coffee or something. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm addicted. I'm hooked. I didn't try, you know, Starbucks at the house and Dunkin' Donuts and stuff, but man, yeah, it's pretty good. Coffee, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So look, coffee, chocolate, chocolate coffee, right, Sexual right. Chocolate. So look, we still don't have that that gum graphic. I am sorry, but we're working on it, folks. It's gonna be Dean's face and the top of the head pops up, and then a thought bubble or something comes out. I don't know. I'm working on it. I'm not very uh, gifted. Which one? I want to shout out uh, Wesley Barner and cuss him out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he Dang. gave me some suggestions. Because I was like, hey, man, he's, he's killing it in this art. I mean, they do paint in the park. They do, uh, you know, have a little adult painting where you, you know, have some drinks. And he shows you what to draw. And it's really good. Please check him out. Um, and, yeah, shout out to Brandon and them, too. Brandon um, and Paco over there at Who That Podcast. That, that, that looked really interesting. Shout I wish I was there for that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, so you know, uh, uh, you you want to break the good news to people, or you know, you want to keep nah, it? Nah, we got a little time. We got a little time. So what I was saying about the graphics you know stuff saying, you know. is that, um, yeah, he gave me some suggestions, but I think in his mind, everybody can kind of do what he does. Maybe not as well, but you know, he pointed me in some directions, and I was like, man, I can't do this stuff. Like, I'm trying to make graphics and stuff, and like, I'm not that artistic. I'm like a Barely a, mm-hmm. a jack of all trades, man. I might be a nine of all trades that go because I I can do a little bit, 
after I read up on it, but talent is talent, man. And speaking of talent, Dean, before we talk about the other stuff, Dean's Dome, give me your top five Spring Hill High School basketball teams. Go. Top five Spring Hill basketball team. I'm going. I'm going from five to one. All right, I'm going from five to one. And since Mr. Gale said I can't put our team in it, the 04 team, I have to give us the honorable no, no, mention. No, no, no. mentions come right before. Boy, I tell you, you are so old. You are so old. All you right, do right, five, right, four, whatever, three, right. two. Then we do the honorable right. mention, and then we reveal number one. My goodness, man. Okay. 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 My bad. My bad. All right. Number five. Number five. I'm, I'm gonna give the. Uh, I'm gonna give it to the 06 uh, team, Trev Kinzer, uh, Trev Kinzer, late great Trev, rest in peace, my guy. You know, and uh, Josh Caston, uh, they made a good run that year, made it uh, to the regional championship. I think they made it to the regional championship, made a loss, uh, but they, wait, that was wait, a good wait, team. Wait, wait, real quick, D, real quick. Um, Short breakdowns, but uh, just to be sure, Josh Caston is still living. He's still with us. I want people to know because you know, they were just close together. You're good. Keep it going. Number four. Number four, man. I have to give it to the um. Man, number four, man. I'm gonna give it to that O2 squad we had, man. Um, the O2 squad: Edwin Youngblood, Donnie Chambers, Brian Tanner. Uh, you know, we made a good run through the um. Made a good run through the uh region, and that was a very touch region. Franklin was good that year. Centennial was good. Hickman County was good. Um. Hillsboro, Dagum, good. Overton, some of the fast guys you ever seen, you know, on the court. That was good. So that O2 awesome. squad. Number three. Uh, Edwin Youngblood. Edwin Youngblood. Edwin Youngblood was just a different type of player. Number three. Number three, man, I'm going to give it to the uh, the Kelton Middle squad. I think it's like 94, 95, Kelton Middle squad. Um, number, uh, number two, got to give it to the uh, – I think it was that 2011, 2012. Uh, Keelan Blanks and my little cousin Montre Williams. Uh, they went, they went thirty some. I think they went thirty something and one, man. Thirty something or maybe two. Uh, they got put out. They actually got snubbed in the first round of the state tournament because they was number two in the state, but they wound up having to play the number one team in the state, which was CPA. Uh, it, that format should have never worked out like that. Uh, but they number two. Whoa, number whoa, one team. Whoa, 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 whoa. Honorable yeah. mention, my friend. And who's number two again? Uh, 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 I think I want to say 2011, 2012 team. Uh, Montre Williams, Keelan Blanks, Freddie Curry. Yeah, that, that's honorable mention. I want to say honorable mention, man. The old four squad, man. You know why I say it was because I win record might not have been as pretty as another team, but we was the first, and I mean the first team to beat Columbia Central in basketball. And I will take that to my grave. Me, myself, Mr. Dean, my partner, Sadiq Ziad, TJ Blue, Broderick Long, Freddie Bell, uh, Craig, Craig Juday. If, I, if I'm leaving y'all out, Kyle I'm sorry. Trev, Kyle Newland, Trev, Josh, Tommy Martin, Jerry. We was the Mr. first one to beat Central. And it beat him in a hell of a fashion. That dunk at the end of the game brought the house down. So, yes, we are the honor mention. We are the honor mention. But the number one team, basketball team, I think, uh, in Spring Hill, uh, to me, uh, was the Troy Carter team, Chuck Mitchell, man. I think it was the 97, 98 team. That team right there, man, um, Snoop, um, 
Peanut, uh, Clay Tyree shooting the ball all over the place, man. You had Chuck, yeah, you know, just yeah, Charles Mitchell down there, six foot in the post, locking down six five, six six people. Uh, Troy Collard was an all out baller. That team made a deep run in the state tournament. Um, uh, defense wise, they were holding teams to right at fifty points. You know, Coach Young had a hell of a squad with that, with that team right there. You know, Seneca Shields on the team. If I'm leaving some of the guys out, I'm sorry, man. I can't remember everybody, but to me, that was the best basketball team uh, in uh, in Spring Hill history, man. You know, that's my opinion. Other people could be different, but that's my opinion. All right, all right, all right. I think that is good, man. So, yeah, what Dean was alluding to earlier, and appreciate the top five, man. Join us each week. No and we'll, we'll try to do this thing a little bit earlier. You know, we got families, and we got to find time where the kids are kind of quiet. You hear that? This late start time is for y'all. Look, me and Dean is to a point where, you know, I'm sure other parents can attest to this. Once you get to a certain stage, you just kind of black it, like, block it out. You don't even hear it. So it's, well, um, anyway, so, yeah, so we start late to make sure, you know, practices and meals and showers and homework and all that stuff is done so they can stay the crap out the way. Uh, but what he was alluding to earlier was that we are now available on Spotify, iTunes, and a few other platforms. Thank y'all so much for uh, supporting. We're a small group, but y'all are furious, right? I appreciate it. Mr. Dean, I'm sure, appreciates it. And, uh, yeah, we're going to try to start this a little Definitely. bit earlier. Definitely. A couple of dates to throw out. No, you know what? We're not going to throw the dates out yet. We're, we're working on some stuff. We're working on some stuff. <laughs> I myself are meeting Mr. Dean yeah. down there in Columbia pretty soon here. And, um, yeah, we're working on some stuff. Thank you, people. We're working on some things, man. Working on some things. Like you said, man, appreciate everybody who uh, put us on, you know, like liking us, following us, because that got us to these other, uh, uh, you know, platforms that we on. We ain't made it yet, but uh, the sky's the limit. I got a good feeling about it. Miss Gale got a good feeling about it. And if we go, y'all go. And we need y'all support. Like, share. Get us in there, man. We got we to look right. at that So here's a new segment. Our weekly vaccine check-in. Dean, have you gotten your vaccine yet? Oh, no. <laughs> hey, the man! <laughs> what the frap? What are you doing? How? 